Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Hey, She Slayers, and welcome to another episode of She Slays the Day podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Brunswick. How's it going, friends? Are we good? Are everybody doing all right out there? Anyone need to take a nice deep breath? Let's do it all together. Just carrying the weight of the world, people, being chiropractors and having these conversations. It's getting heavy. Oh, so I feel really bad because... So for a second, I was so excited to tell you guys about this new thing that I um, did, a next level of delegation in my life. Um, I have this patient who was a stay-at-home mom her entire life, um, and now her kids are out and grown. And, you know, she doesn't want to even have part-time work, but, you know, she loves chiropractic. And I was talking to her one day about how I'm looking for a house manager okay now i kind of made this up not gonna lie um but in my mind i have a cleaning lady she can only come every other week and she comes every other week for four hours i love her i would love for her to come every week but it's not in the cards for her right now so i'm like you know i need somebody who can fold laundry and do dishes like and then just reset the house you know put the kids shoes back in the bin put the blankets back where they're supposed to be like just reset the house because I'm I'm so sick of doing it I think I might I might explode I literally might explode and you guys I probably only do it 30% of the time because Kirby is the one who works from home and he's like 80% work and you know but anyways so I'm like I don't need him to grocery shop I don't need him to mow my lawn, although, you know, if somebody was like willing to do that, that'd be fantastic. So I have this patient and she's like, I would love doing that. And I'm like, well, I would give you free chiropractic if you did that. So we work it out for two weeks. It is amazing because we're the kind of people who have a chronic pile of clean laundry. Um, and then everyone in our family hates doing socks. So we will do laundry but just leave all of the socks and then we'll like get a whole new load of laundry and then a whole new load of socks. Like it's not unusual for us to have a very large laundry basket full of unmatched socks because everyone hates it. And so it was beautiful. And then she quit because she said it was just too much work and it was flaring up her Lyme disease. And I was like, damn it. I mean, I'm, you're right. This is too much for you, but it was really nice. So 
I'm just going to plant a seed out there. If any of you have someone <laughs> that is receiving chiropractic that you think like this is a thing and it was great, great. She came for two hours twice a week and it was glorious for a moment. God will send someone new. Oh, but anyway, so right now, I my mom is actually up and is doing a deep clean of our basement because we have spent most of the summer just on the road and like gone. I'm sure a lot of people can relate. And so this weekend, unfortunately, is like one of those like catch up weekends around our house, um, you know, where it's like you've completely neglected your home for four months and now you have to do the stuff you don't want to do. And so I invited my mom up. I'm like, yeah, we don't have baseball. Like we are going to do this. She's like, oh, I'll come up and help. And then I get home from work today. It's Friday that as I'm recording this, because I usually record on Fridays and she had started the project and I wasn't planning on starting the project until Saturday, but like I knew she was going to start anyways. And I'm just like, well, sorry, mom, I got to go record a podcast. I'm just going to let you keep doing what you're doing in my basement. I love you. I appreciate you. That's what moms are for, right? She said, like, if I lived up there, I would come and just do all that for you. I'm like, I know. How come you don't live closer to me? Just come and clean my house every day. All right, let's do a listener highlight. Um, where is it? Okay, so this one. I, I don't know if I've read this one before. I don't remember it, but I also have the memory of a goldfish. Um, I was thinking the other day, because um, I saw this podcast that I listened to, they made t-shirts with like their very clear, like keep it weird um, slogan. And I was like, I wonder what my slogan would be if I got t-shirts for the She Slayers. And I was like, it would it would be something I'd say a lot. So what's something I say a lot? Probably, what was I talking about? Which, if you think about it, is the worst trait of a podcast host. To be like, what were we talking about? Because nobody's there to remind you. It's just you and your tandem, tangents, and all of that. Oh, okay, so I don't know if I've read this one or not. I don't remember. So this is from Dr. Whitaker, and it says, so thankful. I'm a recent grad and have been struggling for the past few months with multiple things. I'm a mom of two young boys, started up a whole new business, dealing with insurances, patients, and mom guilt. I grew up Christian and have fallen away along this journey. Your podcast has talked about so many things that have been weighing on my heart, especially student loans. Hmm. Thank you for all you do, Dr. Kelsey. Um, thanks, Dr. Kelsey. I really appreciate your review. It looks like it was from March, so it's been a minute, but thank you for it. And um, honestly, thank you to every single person who takes the time not just to rate us five stars, although I do appreciate that, um, but actually takes the time to just either shoot me a DM or write one or two sentences. That is really appreciated. Um, with the whole fallen away thing, that sparks a completely non sequitur as to our topic today. By the way, we are talking about like marketing community outreach during a pandemic um, or whatever the heck we're going into this fall. Um, but I for the last three months, um, I had we, we had some things happening in clinic, um, really great growth uh, as far as patients. But we just had some like team stuff that was really difficult. 
Um, and my level of stress skyrocketed during this time. And I kind of was starting to have the level of anxiety that I had back in July of 2020 when, like, I don't know, life around here where I was in Wisconsin started to really be affected. I know it was earlier for other places. Um, and so like heart palpitations, like people in my life reaching out being like, I am worried about you. And um, I was talking to Kirby because I love, I think that medication has a place, but like I was being really triggered by people who were reaching out being like, I think it's bad enough that you should consider medication. And I was like, mm, no. Um, mostly because I'm stubborn and also because is where I was telling Kirby, because I'm like, listen, I'm not just anti for the sake of being anti. That's ridiculous. Although the other day we were watching the Olympics and a pharmaceutical commercial came on and Kirby went to fast forward. I'm like, no, 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 wait, go back. I want to hear what that said. And it was a commercial for a medication for tardive dyskinesia. I know all of you know exactly what this is because we're doctors, um, but I'll remind those, or I'll tell people who are not chiropractors listening. Uh, tardive dyskinesia is involuntary, like movements of your face. The actress was killing it in this commercial, for sure. Um, but the medication was for people who have tardive dyskinesia from anti-anxiety medications. And I'm just like, ah, oh my gosh. And I bet you there's a medication for the, you know, side effects of this one and this one. And so this is not to say that like some people really need it. I get it. I am not throwing shade at anything. That's the last thing ever. But for me, I was like, I just don't feel like I've done everything. I know that when I am taking CBD at a really good, high, regular dose, I do fantastic. I'm very lazy about taking it even when I know I should. I know when I am prioritizing sleep. But also, I realize like, nobody asks like, how's your connection with God right now? Like, are you going to church? Are you praying? Are you doing that? And um, so we've, since then, I've been a lot better about my CBD. And we also cleared up issues at work. So that is actually gone and removed, which is fantastic. And then third, I started going back to in-person church because I realized that listening to church and listening to like church podcasts, worship for me, like loud worship music just makes like it's like the holy spirit flowing through my freaking body and just makes me want to like praise dance and cry and there's just nothing like it for me um that is where i feel the holy spirit doing it. and so i was like so kirby and i started going back to in-person church and it is it has been really wonderful so i got on that side tangent just in case you were wondering because she brought up she grew up christian and fallen away blah 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 so there you go um, so maybe if you're feeling that way, maybe it's time to go back to in-person church, whatever church is for you, or maybe it's go going back to your meditation practice or your drum circle or whatever it is that like, what, where do you feel like the spirit moving through you? And maybe it's just time. Okay. Well, I guess, I mean, that was kind of a prayer, but we should pray like, we'll, we'll keep it short. Dear God, thank you so much for the many different ways that people can experience your spirit flowing through them, um, whether that is in the 
walls of a building or jamming in their car or just Bible studies or reading your word or like just diving into consciousness and spirituality, meditation, like all of the different ways that we feel you in us. Um, thank you, because so often we are busy. We are busy, busy humans. And during the times where we need you most, we tend to be the most busy and turn to you the least. It's like our patients who fall off care because they just are so busy right now, they don't have time. And it's like, that is when you need us the most. Like, so reminder to everyone listening who's maybe been a little too busy lately for you um, to spend one minute with you, to spend time, you know, in church with you, whatever it looks like, um, speak to them and let them know, like, I'm still here. I am not far away from you. I'm always with you. And um, whenever you're ready, in your name we pray. Amen. Okay, one more tangent. This is a tiny one, I promise. So when I was praying, I said, like, let them know that you're not far from us. Okay, so this is not going to make sense if you haven't listened to the search engine optimization episode with Kirby and I. But Kirby and I have our own tangent in there about how we've really become obsessed with people using further and farther. And in that conversation, he brings up like an example of like, well, what if somebody says I feel further or farther from God, which is correct. And I say, well... It's definitely further unless you actually think God is a farther direction from you, like farther away, like God has moved. The planet is physically farther away from God in this moment than it's still further. And he's like, oh, OK, that makes sense. But when I'm praying and I was like something about like you're not far from us, that's not actually the, like there is no fur from us. <laughs> Does that make sense? So when you're using further, farther, there's differentiation. But yet when you're saying, I am far from where I want to be in my weight goals or my, I am far from God, technically, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, if farther is distance, but far covers further and farther, like it's just frustrating, but you can't go around. I mean, I could start trying to say I am fur from God right now, um, but I don't think I don't think I'm going to make fetch happen. So it was just an interesting point. I have no solution there. Uh, we're just going to have to keep going around using far when we mean fur. I am fur from my goals. If you have no idea what I'm talking about and you don't know how to use farther and further correct, go back and listen to search engine optimization. You'll learn a lot in that episode beyond that, but it's very educational. Okay, so today's question um, did not come in the formal question route of going to the website, but that's okay. Um, but it is from Jillian Banks, and I threw out on Insta stories like, hey, I'm recording tomorrow. What do you want to talk about? And she said, I want to hear about community outreach and growing your practice. So that's what we're going to talk about today. What I will say is I am going to answer it very honest and true to form of right now. 
So that means that if you are listening to this episode in the far future, oh, fuck, is it, would it be far? Because it's like, a, but it's a time. It's not a distance. Oh, it's a mind fuck, you guys. Um, if you are listening to this far into the future, then hopefully you have so many more options um, and this will be definitely relevant, but you will notice, I don't know if you'll remember, there was this time where we had a pandemic um, and we thought the pandemic was like going away. And then all of a sudden in August of 2021, things started to lock down again and everybody's like, oh crap, here we go. Um, so we're going to answer very true to August of 2021. And what the heck do you do if you are looking to do community outreach right now? We're also going to make some assumptions that Jillian is in a town that is starting to kind of lock down. Um, what I mean by kind of lockdown is they're not like New York locking down. Um, but they're not necessarily like Florida, like we are open or even Northwest Wisconsin. I swear people around here are just pretending that like they didn't see that the CDC is making like recommendations about stuff and like remasking. People are just like, what? No, hmm, I didn't see anything. I don't know what you're talking about. We're just going to go along with our merry way and pretend we didn't hear it. Just like my children when I asked them to clean. Um. So, but the key here is Beyond the fact that it's like answering during a pandemic, it is community outreach, not just marketing during a pandemic. Kirby and I really, when we were talking about this and um, what's it called? We, you know, spitting back ideas at each other. Um, this is not we are not going to talk about Facebook ads. We're not going to talk about Google ads. We're not going to talk about internal referrals um, because those are all marketing things that we do in our clinic and are really keeping new patients flowing in the door. We will um, will look for a Facebook ad specialist to have on and talk about that stuff for you guys because it is really helpful. But this one is specifically community outreach. OK, so. Hold on to your hats. Uh, I will say that if you are a visionary type personality, I was going to say Enneagram 3, but I think 7s would also really be at risk of this. I want to give you a heads up um, to, I'm going to spew a ton of ideas at you. I love ideas and I am classic of like going back to my team and being like, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And Kirby's new phrase that he heard from a friend is, is it wise to do that right now? Because there is an essence of um, just spreading yourself thin. So just because you're capable of doing, executing 50 ideas, maybe it's not wise for your mental health of you and your team to try and execute them all. Like maybe you just like pick your top one or two or three from this, unless you're brand new and you want to pick, you know, whatever. So just... Just definitely that caveat to those idea people out there. You know who you are. People who are you're like, oh, we're going to do that. Oh, that's a good one, too. We're all also going to do that. So, OK, so idea number one is um, and these are not in any kind of order, <laughs> just my brain. So idea number one would be doing anything visually to the outside of your space that is 
making a signal to the community that you are thriving and pouring back into the community. So I know this isn't really, this is like the most subtle of the community outreach ideas I have. Um, for instance, in our Cumberland building, we are having a mural painted on the outside of our building. And guess what? The community is jazzed about it. Because what I'm finding after 11 years in practice is there's very, especially the smaller town you live in, is there's very few businesses that are spending money to make improvements to their building. And the community, like people who love the community, love seeing more aesthetically pleasing, more aesthetically pleasing community. Like they want to see people getting landscaping, doing murals, getting new signage, um, you know, like doing, repainting the side of their building. Like they, to them, like the people of the community, that it says a lot of subconscious things. First of all, it's exciting and it doesn't seem like you're trying to, like it's not uh, salesy. So we're going to get in the paper about it. Like there's going to be an article in the paper about why we decided to paint a mural and how did we choose our artists and yada yada. By the way, we chose a local artist, which I think is very important if you're hoping to get in thing. But like it is just a and all eyes are on Blue Hills Chiropractic right now in the community because they're like, oh, what is the mural going to be? What is that? What are they doing? So if it's adding on a, a pergola, like any kind of external thing that you can do that um, is going to get the community going, hey, what are they doing? That's looking really nice. And talking about you is just kind of like bonus. So this shouldn't even be point one. It's kind of like sub point of like if you own your building or even if you rent and there's something creative you can think of like that doesn't have you pouring a ton of money into someone else's, like this is a great time to do something visual that people their eyes are on you and going like, that's really cool. That chiropractor must be doing really well because they can afford to do things to improve their building. Unlike 90 some percent of the business owners in town who have done nothing to their building for the last 30 years. It wasn't a shade at anybody in my town, by the way, that was just like a general statement. Um, so yeah, this is just eyes on you. It's community outreach. It's why um, doing things like that, like this is a big thing for our brand that the community knows we are here for them beyond just like writing checks to different organizations. We believe in like bettering our community and drawing in new people, um, younger families, like that's how communities thrive and survive is through new young you know, people coming to the area and bringing and starting businesses. Um, we actually got second place in most community-minded business um, in their, like, whatever Barron County Awards thing. And we got second only to the Humane Society. Like, I don't know how, you know, and their third place was a bank that is a local bank that writes some serious checks. Like, I would guess we donate one percent of what they donate maybe five percent of what they donate on an annual basis and like we beat them out because like we just that is a part of our brand of being like we care we're here okay so the second one is you know obviously events that are outside that everyone can enjoy 
So I will, you know, this could be something like I just saw um, Callie Horseman, who was on a couple weeks ago. She just did a community baby shower and she in you know it was outside and she basically made her own little baby expo she was a piece of it obviously but she had lots of other vendors that were very baby minded um so things like that we last year this is a genius idea i will i'm going to give it to you guys but i'm going to warn you it is work um so last year we did a christmas tree walk so we had a, we have a very large front lawn. So if you don't have a space to do this, I don't know how to make this work. But we have a very large front lawn that faces a main street in our town. And, you know, around us, there's, you know, I, there are a lot of the normal Christmas things were not happening that families do. And I find that in the summer, it's really hard to put on, like, I don't know, you can put on events, but like, you're just competing against everything. You're competing against people going camping and having weddings. And there's like, just all these outdoor events that are fun and you're really competing. And in the winter, there's a lot less for people to do as a family. And so what we did is we sent out letters to area businesses and said that they could sponsor a tree. We would provide the tree, electricity, and a tree stand and that they had a date that they needed to have you know they we gave them a window of like your tree will be available to start decorating on monday blah 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 and it must be decorated by 5 p.m on friday december whatever and um they had to pay i believe it was like 125 dollars and that supplied them with a tree and the stands and just you know here's the warning the major warning the stands are a big issue Okay, so Kirby was like manually making those like wooden X's and like screwing them into trees and then putting sandbags on them. And then sometimes wind would happen and a tree would fall over. And so then you'd have to come brace it. It was an issue. So like just think, talk to someone who's very construction-y about a cost efficient way to make sure your trees can stand up in your yard. Um, but people, so we had like 18 businesses and they came and then, so people had to have their tree decorated by like Friday at four o'clock and then voting happened. So voting could happen online or in person. And it was just something that people could come whenever they wanted over the weekend. We were going to like stop the voting Monday at 8 a.m. or like Sunday night at midnight or whatever. And we just had like a little ballot box and the trees were labeled. Um, so each business also chose their own nonprofit that if they won, that nonprofit would get whatever profits were left over from, you know, because it didn't cost me $125 to provide them with a tree and a stand. Um, and it was one of the greatest things we have ever done in 10 and a half years. We got people sending us cards in the mail being like, I'm not a patient there. But this was such a beautiful way. Like, I love driving by the trees every night on my way home from work. Thank you so much for everything you do. So again, is this in the community outreach sense of like connecting with an OB, blah, blah. No, but what I'll say is that the more you have to have a balance. You can't just be super selfish when you think about community outreach in like, what's going to be a way that I can get the community to benefit me? I would say a good portion of your community outreach is the reverse of how can I serve the community? 
Okay. And it's not the way people want to think about outreach. They want to think about how should I email and do this and like get them to know about me. But like, it should be rephrased in like, what can I do for the community? And oh, they're just going to see that like, I love serving. Um, along that lines, another one is volunteering. Like volunteering is something that really is needed during times of like, even during a pandemic. So we have a women's shelter around us. Not once did they stop allowing people to come make food for the residents. Not once did they stop allowing like making, serving soup at the soup kitchen in town. Like those things don't go away as much during a pandemic because they're still needed. Like, so look at where you can volunteer. And um, again, is it gonna like show up as like, you got six new patients because you did this volunteering thing and met these people and then snapped a photo and shared it on your social media? No, absolutely not. But this is like the foundation of you being a front and center. Most of the people listening are pediatric and prenatal chiropractors. And they care more about their community than just like what the community can do for them in far, as far as dollars. Like, right, we all want every single mom and child to be our patient and that would be great. But I also, even if somebody can't afford me, I want them to know I care. Um, and that's, that maybe is very specific to me, um, but I want them to know that I care about them even if they're not coming to me. I would love if they came to me, but if they ask, like, which chiropractor cares the most about children's health, I want them to think about me. Um, and that is through just a lot of this stuff, this foundation of you as an organization pouring back. Okay, so now let's start getting a little more into the traditional community outreach things that you may think. So piggyback... I don't know that right now is the time to try and make your own event. I know I just told you that Christmas tree walk idea. That's a fantastic event. And just so you know, this year we are, I don't care what the heck happens with COVID, famous last words, right? I am having a Santa Claus. I am going to have a hot chocolate station and I want a freaking reindeer. Um, so we'll probably only be able to do that one night from like, you know, 530 to 730. But like, I don't care if you're scared, don't come during that night because I am bringing Santa Claus to town. So I know I just told you not to do an event <laughs> or I told you about a great event. And now I'm saying maybe don't create your own event right now. If you, especially if you're it, just piggyback off someone else's event. So what I mean by that is, okay, last summer we didn't have the county, our county fair this summer we did. And for the last nine years, every, uh, every year we sponsor the breastfeeding and changing station at the county fair. And by sponsor it, it means that like 10 years ago, I called and said, hey, um, do you have like a corner of one of the sheds that I could use just like a eight by 10 square that I could set up a little breastfeeding and changing station for moms who are at the fair all day with their kids so they don't have to breastfeed in a hot car or change a kid's diaper on the grass or on a park bench. And they were like, that's amazing. No, we don't have that. Uh, what would we need for it? I'm like, I will handle everything. So, um, you know, we needed like a couple 
just simple like wall dividers that you would find from a cubicle, which we found very easily, you know, and we set it up. And then because we planned on doing it every year, we're just able to keep it there. But every year we have signage all over the county fair that is about us supporting breastfeeding and changing. That's not me trying to throw an event. That is me pegging, piggybacking on another event that is wildly successful. If there is going to be um, a food truck event, you know, reach out and say, hey, do you have anyone who is going to be like doing entertainment for the kids? I would love to do some like face painting and have balloons and some hopscotch and like hula hoops and just things for like kids to do while their parents, you know, because the parents are going to wanting to eat and drink and chill. Like, you know, do you have anybody doing that? Because I would love to do it. Um, And it's really just looking at an event that's happening and thinking, how can you serve that event from your brand's perspective that isn't going to come across, you know, like you're not going to ask like, hey, can I set up a booth and talk to people about chiropractic? Like, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. Like, I think you understand that I'm very clearly saying community outreach when done best is sneaky, is very sneaky. And like you're serving, you're doing it from a servant heart. So um, look at the events that are going, that are still happening and going like, okay, how can I help that event be better and just be there instead of making your own? Okay, so the next one um, would be, the next idea is in the past, and I have lots to say about this. So in the past, when people first start up, what they do is they send a bunch of emails and Facebook messages to other local established health professionals saying, hi, I'm so-and-so, I would love to take you out to coffee so I can talk about, you know, pediatric chiropractic and how it can help serve your, um, the population that you also serve or how we can work together Okay, I'm just going to be honest. And maybe I'm cynical. Maybe I am cynical. That's Maybe I'm just way more cynical. If I've been in practice 10 years and I get this like, oh, I'd love to take you out to coffee so I can talk to you about colonics. I'm like, it works or organo gold coffee or whatever, whatever it is. I know what you're doing. You want you're new, you don't have a lot of people, and you want me to fall in love with you. So I take all my years of people that I have an established relationship with and send them all to you also for business. Again, maybe I'm just a cynical jerk. I don't know. But like, I'm busy. And I'm not looking in this day and age to make new friends. So no, I don't want to spend precious time having coffee and meeting a new person right now. I'm sorry, I just don't. Now, some people might. So from the beginning, way even pre-pandemic, my recommendation has always been to spin it a little more, uh, to be less like, hey, I'd love to tell you about me, and 100% more, hey, I'm a pediatric chiropractor in town. You can leave out the word new. They don't know. Um, And I've noticed a lot of my patients are seeing and consulting with you for uh, lip ties and tongue tie revisions. I feel like I don't know exactly who to send your way um, or like what you do. I would love 
if I could just like meet you at your office and hear more about like what kind of patients are good candidates for you. Do you see how much more willing I like you would be if you were the chiropractor being like, oh, you're seeing people who you think might and you're offering to come to them instead of like meet at coffee. And you can always say, like, I would love to meet at your office just for like 10 minutes or I would take you out to coffee like you can throw it in there. But like, again, I don't want because meeting out for coffee. I don't know you. What if you're weird and coffee, a coffee date has a minimum amount of time. You cannot do a 10-minute coffee date. If I am meeting someone for coffee, let's be realistic. You have to block off 45 minutes to an hour. Otherwise, you're rude. And I don't want to spend an hour with you, especially if you're going to be doing this weird sales pitch or you're just weird. So this is a much easier way of like, hey, do you have 10 minutes that I can just come ask you some questions? Like, you know, whatever. They're going to block off more than 10 minutes. They're going to block off a half hour. And then you're just going to go and be a personable person. And you're going to ask for their business cards. And yes, like in that moment, you know, you're, you're like dripping in your education. But your number one goal for the first time that you're meeting someone is pouring into them, asking for their business cards. Like if they ask for yours, great, have them. Oh yeah, I have some. Sure. Yeah. Let me, oh, here, here they are. I'm glad I have some. Sometimes I don't. Um, and you can always follow it up later with a thank you card for the information and maybe a Starbucks gift card for their time and a couple business cards of like, it was great, you know. If you're ever wondering if someone, you know, blah, 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 think of me, but just not a sales pitch, just like two sentences. Here's like three business cards, you know, because here's the deal. People don't use business cards anymore. Okay. Like they need a business card. So they're like, oh yeah, what was the name? What was her name? Um, and they just need to reference it. And then like, so you don't need to give them 20 business cards anymore. Just give them a couple. It's cool. We're cool. I'm breezy. I'm breezy. Um, so that's how in the past I would recommend. Now what I would do is, okay, you can't really, if you're going to make a meaningful connection, that's not awkward. My opinion is that it shouldn't be a email followed by a Zoom. Um, what I would do is like, you can't have not in person and not in person. Like, I think there needs to be something that's in person to get that ball rolling and make a human to human connection, uh, to make them realize that you're a real human in town serving. So you can send an email depending, like, you know, if you're reaching out to like a midwife or doula, this isn't a thing, you know, like you can send a email asking for what I just said, you know, like, I'd love to come to your office if you're open um, or take you out for coffee. But if you're approaching someone who you don't think that's going to go over well of like in person, then what you can do is you can do the in-person ask and don't just listen. Okay. What you would, what I would do is I would show up with like a coffee mug and maybe a little like a coffee mug with your logo on it and maybe a five dollar or ten dollar starbucks coffee mug uh, card and a handwritten card saying what you would say in email which is like i have heard my patients rave about you okay listen i don't care if you only have three new patients so far my 
all of my page, I feel like every time I turn around, an another patient is talking about the amazing care that you provide. They don't know how many people you're seeing. Like, you don't need to say all 72, I got 72 referrals. You can just be like, oh, eh, so many of my patients, at least like 50% of the two people I see. Um, so, you know, just fluff their back. Like, I, everybody just keeps talking about you. I would love to hear more about your services. Um, I know right now with things shutting down, you may not be up for meeting in coffee for coffee, but I would love to set up just a 10, 15 minute zoom meeting where I could just ask you about what you do. Okay. So you came there, you dropped it off. You don't, you don't need to talk to the OB or whoever you're like, you can just drop it off at the front person of like, Hey, I'm Dr. Lauren. Um, this is just a basically a coffee, a virtual coffee invite uh, for Dr. So-and-so. Um, so I can just hear more about, you know, how you guys rock and roll, whatever. I don't know. Say better things than that. Don't say rock and roll. Although if it were me, I probably would end up saying something stupid like that. So just remember with the coffee ask, the coffee meetup is it needs, the first visit needs to be about them. It needs to be a, like, don't worry. You, so many times people are trying to like marry these established businesses and get them to fall in love with them right away. You know how you get someone to fall in love with you? Not be egocentric. Like, not be all about yourself. That's how you get people to go like, oh, that person was really nice. Even if they don't ask a single question about you and you just ask them a bunch of questions about them. How long have you been doing this? How did you fall in love with doing tongue tie revisions? Like, what kind of research are you seeing? Like, that's amazing. This is not your time to go like, oh, well, in the research I met, like, no, shut up and like ask them about themselves. This is how humans connect and like people as people like to be asked about themselves. So just do that. Okay. Um, so I have two more. The next one, two new or two other ideas. Uh, the next one is kind of like the drop and go. So this would be the equivalent of like, so I think we'll be able to do it this year. Last year, people were really weird and we couldn't get away with it of like, because people were like doing weird things with like serving food. Um, but we will sponsor a lunch like the first week back in school at a school so we will bring like have a, a business cater it and we'll bring like a giant thing of um chicken alfredo or whatever like we'll talk to it and it'll just be a big pan and we'll bring paper plates and a cute little sign we usually we have like a little sign made up that says like thank you for all you do I don't know you could like be really cute and kitschy with it I don't know what our sign says but it's very cute um and it just says from Blue Hills Chiropractic and we have bring our tripod and we just have the sign and we say that and we you know we arrange it in advance don't just show up with lunch but like show up on a you know call on a Monday and be like hey um we just wanted to do something really nice for the teachers so we were looking at just bringing lunch to leave in the break room um sometime this week is that is that okay we're not looking to stick around we'd come set it up before their lunch break and then we would come deconstruct it and take all the dishes away and stuff at the end uh more than likely they're gonna be like that sounds amazing thank you um and yeah 
then just do that. So it's a drop and go thing. Like you're not asking to stand there. You're just really being like, we're here for you. Thank you for what you do. This, this is what community outreach looks like right now. If there's health expos and stuff like that, sure, do them. But like you can't really guarantee depending on the city you're in. Um, another thing we're doing, you know, this one's teachers, but I don't know who else you could do this for, is uh, getting a bunch of succulents and putting like a little tag. Um, and so we're calling each of the schools and asking like, hey, how many new teachers do you have to the district? So not like if you move from one elementary to the other, but like how many new elementary teachers do you have that are new to the Rice Lake Area School District? And they'll be like, oh, and they'll want to know, like, are you talking just teachers or teachers and aides? Do aides also. Um, and they'll be like, nine. And we'll be like, okay, thanks. Cool. Um, we're just going to bring a tiny little succulent gift to like welcome them. Just like a welcome party thing. Um, and so you can do that. Um, and obviously you can do this for any, you know, like it's the drop and go. It's the drop, the succulent, and thank you for all that you do. It's the dropping of lunch. It's the like, I'm not looking to like sit there and like meet them. I'm not asking for their name. I'm not looking to like sign them up as a new patient. I'm just like, here you go. Thank you. Life must be hard right now. Um, Another drop and go thing you can do, uh, we usually only do this for like the OB departments, but like, so I know because I've been back in the break room of our labor and delivery, um, that's a weird side thing. I, I was a part of making their, the community education like uh, talk for pregnant women. And so we met in the break room. So I know they have a Keurig. Okay. No, it's actually because I stalked and I look, no. Um, so... You know, once a year, usually we do this around Christmas, we will put together these like big snack baskets um, and we'll throw a bunch of Keurig flavors in there and like individual packets of trail mix and what other stuff do we put in there? Chocolate, clementines, um, things like that, but just a snack basket. There, I mean, you could do a ton of stuff in there. Um, and just drop it off of like, hey, we're Lewis Chiropractic and we really love partnering with you. Everything. Now, if you want in those types of things, of course, include, you know, in the OBs, we always do include research because they are more health minded. So like I do think that there is a place for research and like, hey, this is about me. Um but I just think that, like, there's a fine line. Like, you don't need to have a bunch of, like, here's a new patient coupon. Like, I, like you can do that for some. Like, maybe if it's a massage therapist. But, like, if you're, like, working with OBs, they're not really concerned about saving their patients $40. Um, so... And again, this is all like, just play with it. What's the worst that's going to happen if you do? But just, like, just think through things. Um... You know, so the big thing when you're working with OBs is just like, here's information about our clinic. We love working with you. We love the experience that our patients have with you. Like, we hope you think of us. That's it. That's it. Um, okay, so last thing, and this is another one of those like sneaky Zoom things. So let's say that you do, you reach out to some people that you really want to like do a coffee Zoom with but you get crickets. 
Now you have to wait. Like if you did this when you first started up a year ago and you didn't get anyone to respond um, or like certain people, you really just, why aren't they responding and like meeting you for coffee or inviting you to hear more about them? Um, you could do that. You could start a like basically a mini not a podcast, but like a mini Facebook interview series where you, so we did this in the spring. Did we do this in the spring last year? Yeah, it was last year. Um, we did a virtual health summit and, um, basically I reached out to 10 ish different local people that I wanted to establish a stronger bond with. And I said, you know, we're doing this virtual health summit um, I would love to have a physical therapist to specifically talk about pelvic floor rehab on because, you know, that's a big thing that I see our patients dealing with. And I just don't think the community knows enough about how important pelvic floor rehab is. Like, do you hear how much I'm like stroking egos? Like, I hope you hear that. Um, and it's like, you know, so I would here's what would be entailed. You and I would set up a 20 minute time where I will highlight your business. I'll ask you about your business, how long it's been in practice, who do you serve, um, what's your key demographics. And then I'll just ask, honestly, some frequently asked questions that we get that you could answer in your sleep. You know, like what kind of symptoms are an indication that, you know, give them a couple just like heads up because nobody wants to. Most people are not comfortable with the idea of being interviewed. I will just give you that. When I reach out to a chiropractor and say like, hey, I would love to have you on to talk about this. Like they're just like, oh, can I have an outline of the questions? Because they don't want to be caught, you know, so like give them just like the three or so questions and be like, and that's basically it. It's just meant because normally we would love to do something in person, but like a lot of in-person educational things aren't happening. It's just a nice way for people in our community to hear about you and blah, blah, blah. And there you go. You just got your 15 to 20 minute coffee chat, but instead you're recording it and uh, you're going to put it on Facebook or wherever. So, um, that's what I got. Okay. Uh, I, this is just what like I brainstormed over the course of 20 minutes. I would love to hear, like, let's keep this conversation going. Um, if you're listening and you have a really good suggestion for Jillian and anybody else that you think like, hey, this is something that you didn't bring up in the community outreach um, in growing your practice during this time that is working amazing for us or has worked or we're going to do. And I think it might go OK. Will you please um, shoot me a DM on Instagram and I will share that with everybody else on social media um, for sure. I would love to hear your your stuff um along those lines i would also love if you did like this episode and it did something for you if you screenshotted it and shared it on social media that would be great make sure you tag me so i know you did that if you do not at she slays podcast i have no idea you did it and then i can't thank you and I don't want you to think that I'm not thankful. I'm extremely thankful for every single time that you guys share um, this podcast. It is, it's great. We have boys that listen now, you guys. 
we have boys. We have multiple. Okay, they're men. They're men. Um, so, yeah, I don't know that I... They slay the day? We might have to <laughs> go to... They... It just really doesn't have the same ring, does it? Um, but yes, I have questions from guys, and they're, they're really funny. They're like, you don't need to say this came from a guy. And I'm like, it's okay. Um, I don't know where I'm at on letting boys be on the show yet, though. I do think it's inevitable. I'm not saying, like, I think it's inevitable that we're going to let a boy on. But for now, we're good. Um, one last ask. I would love, we haven't gotten a new review in a few weeks. And if you um, go leave an actual review with words on Apple Podcasts, I would love to share it on my social media. Tell people to go follow you. Yes. Is that a humble brag? No, not a humble brag. A, what's it called? Where you just blatantly ask somebody to do something for you and tell them what they're going to get in return. Yeah, it is what I just did. I will tell people that you are an awesome follower of mine and they should follow you if you go leave a review. Um, but let me do that. Or, you know, tell me you did it because then I'll be like, oh, I forgot to do that. And I said I was going to do it. <laughs> uh, welcome to the goat rodeo, people. I love you. I hope that you know how cool you are and that what you have to contribute in this world and your community is so important. Um, you are an amazing human and I just appreciate this time. Like I do not take for granted that you took an hour out of your life to listen to this podcast and listen to me. And you guys always grant me so much grace in my imperfections when I put my foot in my mouth. So Thank you so much for being a listener of She Slays the Day. It is, um, it, it makes my whole world. All right, until next week. Bye. Hey, She Slayers. Are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients, Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait. Don't wait.